You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 92, Working from Home with Kids. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. I hope you had an amazing Mother's Day. I'm recording this on Mother's Day night. I had a full day of coaching today, and I'm also getting ready to do a webinar tomorrow for the school where I work about parenting through a pandemic. I'm doing it with three other social workers, and so I'm really looking forward to that. So I worked a lot today, but I also spent time snuggling with my daughters, and we watched a Harry Potter movie together, and they made dinner for me and cleaned up afterwards. So I had a great day. And part of what I'm going to touch on in the webinar tomorrow is today's topic of working from home with kids. And even if you aren't working for someone else or you don't have your own business from home, I still think you'll get value from listening to this episode. And even if you're listening to this in the future, long after we're out of this quarantine situation, and you're trying to figure out how to work from home with kids around, I think everything in this episode will apply. I've talked with several working moms who have young kids about this topic, and I know that it's one that needs a lot of attention right now. Speaking of needing attention, I want to remind you of something I've talked about before, which is that one of your children's core emotional needs is the need for connection. And when they're whining or coming to your door 11 times an hour while you're trying to work, they're showing you that they need connection. Having said that, the other core emotional needs your kids have are the needs for control and competence. So while you want to help them get their need for connection met, you also want to help build their sense of independence and competence by letting them figure out how to do things on their own and manage without you for longer periods of time. There's no prescription for exactly how much time is enough time together or apart, and there's no right or wrong answer. You're going to have to use your intuition and also make some decisions ahead of time as to what you're going to do in different situations. The time to decide how you want to handle when you're in an important meeting and your child knocks at the door isn't when you're in an important meeting and your child knocks at the door. The time to decide how you want to handle that is before the meeting. And then when your child knocks at the door, you already have a plan. You already know what you're going to do and why. In the moment when your child is crying or whining and you've made a decision ahead of time with your prefrontal cortex to ignore it, your primitive brain is going to freak out and tell you that you're making a huge mistake, that you're a horrible mom, and that you should interrupt the meeting and go take care of him. But then you'll feel guilty and resentful. Or... If you decide ahead of time that you're not going to ignore it, that you're going to get up from your meeting and deal with your child, your brain will tell you that that's a mistake and you're going to be homeless because you won't have a job anymore. This is what your brain likes to do. 
So that is why I say there's no right or wrong answer. You just make a decision ahead of time using your higher brain and make sure you like your reasons for it. And then have your own back, meaning you don't second guess yourself or beat yourself up about it afterwards. You plan on your brain freaking out so you're not surprised when it actually does. You can set expectations and boundaries ahead of time with your boss or with your kids. And as long as you know your kids are safe on the other side of that door, you can allow your brain to freak out and you can allow your boss or your kids to freak out too. Now, most of the podcasts and articles out there that address the topic of working from home with kids will focus on telling you what to do how to set up your home office in a certain way, or do particular activities with your kids. And remember that what you do isn't as important as what you think. So let's start by doing what I always do with my clients, which is to separate the facts from the thoughts. As I've said many times before, this is not easy to do on your own because often you aren't even aware that your thoughts aren't facts. So let me give you some examples. If you're working from home right now, the facts are your kids are at home and you're working for your job or business from home. Now, you could get more specific with the facts like the hours your kids are in school or your scheduled work hours, but those are the facts of the situation. Here are some examples of things you might be thinking and not even realizing that they're just thoughts. Okay, here we go. This is hard. I can't be productive working from home. My kids shouldn't interrupt me when I'm trying to work. My kids are so needy. I can't get it all done. It doesn't look good or it's not professional to have kids in the room when I'm on a work call. I can't concentrate. I should spend more time with the kids since I'm at home. I need this job. I have to go to this meeting. I have to help my kids. I can't say no to my boss. I can't say no to my kids. I could go on, but I want to stop and ask you, how many of those thoughts are you believing? It's so interesting, isn't it? To think that none of those sentences are actual facts. They can't be proven in a court of law. And you might say to me, but Pam, I do have to go to that meeting, or I do need this job. I really can't concentrate. And I just want you to question those beliefs. I want you to consider that the opposite could be just as true. Like, what if you don't have to go to the meeting? What if you did say no to your boss? Or you actually could be as productive at home as you were in the office, or even more productive. What if that could be true? So right now, if you believe you can't be productive working from home with the kids around, you probably are feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and frustrated. Those feelings cause you to behave in ways that are unproductive or counterproductive. Maybe you procrastinate doing your work, or because you're frustrated, you don't focus or you avoid doing work by tending to the kids instead, and then you create more evidence for yourself that you can't be productive working from home. But if you actually believed 
that you could be even more productive at home than at the office, and that belief caused you to feel super efficient, what would you be doing differently? My guess is that you would do things like plan out your daily or weekly schedule and make decisions ahead of time instead of in the moment. You'd set yourself and your kids up with a routine and specific things to do each day. And you'd set boundaries for yourself about what you are and aren't willing to do. If you believed, stay with me here, if you believed that working from home with kids is fun and easy, what would you do? You might make a game out of who could get the most amount of work done in an hour. Or you'd schedule snuggle breaks and dance parties. You might give your kids more independence to get their own snacks or do some kind of craft project on their own. You wouldn't get as upset with them when they interrupted you, and you wouldn't get as upset with yourself when you got distracted. Your whole mood can change when you change your thoughts. Rather than letting your brain just go bananas with all the thoughts it offers you on a daily basis and dictate your mood and your behavior, you can take control of your brain and direct it to think what you want to think on purpose. Any thoughts that compare you to other moms or keep you stuck in a victim mentality, like it's so much easier for that mom, or I'm always the one stuck doing the housework, are not useful and they're not even true. They're just sentences in your mind that you put there. I can't even tell you how life-changing it is when you realize that you're the one causing your own misery. It might sound crazy when I say that, but it gives you all of your power back. You can relax your standards during this time. I don't think other people are judging you or your parenting when you have your kids in the room with you, but even if they are, so what? Their opinions are none of your business. And you don't need permission from your boss, your employees, your colleagues, or your clients to decide how you want to think and feel about working from home with your kids around. You are the boss of you, and you get to choose. You might not think you do. You might think that your boss is in control of your time, or your kids are in control of your time. And there's the very first thought you need to question, because you're always in control of what you decide to do in every moment. My recommendation is that you write down all of the possible obstacles to meeting your daily or weekly goals, and then decide ahead of time how you want to handle every one of them. Then have your back and don't look back. You've got this working mama. And as always, I'm here to support you. I just opened up more spots on my calendar for free consultations, so go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to sign up for yours. Have a wonderful, productive, fun week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you like this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.